Just a little disclosure uh, before we get into this episode, I was having massive technical difficulties when trying to record this episode, and uh, then the computer wanted to just delete my audio file. So this audio file I had to pull from the video file, so the audio quality is not the greatest. So bear with me, technical difficulties. I'm trying my best. I'm not a pro, but thanks for still being here. So let's get started. Hi, I'm Stephanie Wainwright. I'm a wife, a mom, a business owner, and my life is chaotic all the time. So I created this podcast to help you find the funny, the good while navigating through the chaos. This is Chaotic Compass Podcast. Hey guys, it's me, Stephanie, Chaotic Compass here. Uh, Just going to get right into today's episode. Um, Trying to get set up this evening and I just, I was like, you know what, let me go pee before and so I can get it knocked out and I won't have to worry about me, you know, with my bladder and I go in there and there's a pair of underwear in the floor because my uh, uh, two other kids, my additional children, my bonus children, did showers prior to dinner tonight so I can go ahead and record this and have quiet and peace up here and they're all downstairs away. But there's underwear in the bathroom. And I go downstairs just real quick before I'm coming up here to set all this up. And I'm like, hey, uh, whose black underwear are in the bathroom? Uh, One, uh, Isla has headphones on, so I have to repeat it twice. And then um, Gary, uh, the second oldest, uh, says, do they have Batman on them? I told him, no, I didn't look at them. I didn't take a peepsie. I didn't touch them because they're not my underwear. And I'm not, I just know that the color of them are black. What the hell? So that's the way this, this evening is, is the setting the tone of random underwear left in the bathroom, technical difficulties. So we're, we're drinking already as if I need a reason to drink in this household but we're drinking already got a lot of new stuff going on in preparation i've got some big announcements going on got some new announcements going on so come on over to my instagram next thursday thursday the 9th 7 p.m on instagram on instagram gonna go live talking about all of the exciting things that I've got coming up. So stay tuned to that. I'm super excited. So today's topic, I uh, was listening to somebody else's podcast and they were, um, I guess they had a caller come in and they're talking about where they're at in life and wishing they could be further. And it like instantly gave me kind of like PTSD because I feel like this is kind of where, not necessarily like how I feel, but constantly reminded from my husband that he feels he should be further along in life, right? I hate that. It 
irks me so badly, you know, because it's like when I look at like tiny Stephanie from back in like 2014 to where I'm at now, you know, that was almost nine years ago. And that tiny person's broken heart who was just self-sabotaging and couldn't get out of a daily just get up, go, drink, get up, go, kids, get up, go, drink, you know, I couldn't get out of that to see the nine year from then me, today me. There was no way. I, I have a hard time when people, especially my husband, because it's like, we're in this together. I feel like your mental capacity is bringing me down. Because when you say shit like that, I'm like, wow, I'm so far away from where I thought I would be right now. I heard this today and it struck a chord. Because prior to 2014, you know, go, you know, a decade back from that, it was 2004, I had broken up with my, you know, long time, my longest relationship boyfriend then, and I was trying to figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do. Little 18 year old Stephanie. And, and then fast forward, you know, to like, okay, I met somebody and I appreciate him as a as a person. He's like one solid dude that I've like finally met and he's a decent guy and it's like, okay, there's not a lot of decent guys out here. So you gotta marry him real quick. So, you know, we start dating. Six months later, we move in together. Six months later, we're engaged. Six months later, we're married. You know, and then it was on the fast track of we need to buy a house. Then we're on the fast track of we had a kid. And then we get to this place of, okay, what's next? And we both kind of were looking at each other. It's like, well, we don't want another kid. And because we're already not sleeping during the night with this one. And so what's, what's next? And then so he took the note of, okay, I need to further my education. And that sent me into the spiral of because I gave up my education to be in this relationship. In order to move in with him, my dad stopped paying for my college, which my dad had every right to, and it made sense. And so it was either I needed to take out massive college loans to further my career, or I needed to go get a job, like a full-time job. And that's what this is did. And so it was hard for me. It's like, you have education. You have all these certificates that go towards your, your actual line, your field, your where you're at, your industry, where you're at. I don't have anything. I'm just trying to, you know, I had gotten my real estate license, but I've never been able to do anything with it. And like, so I was having a hard time with me trying to figure out who, who am I? And so of course, in Stephanie fashion, let me just self-sabotage this shit. So I cheated on my husband. I'm going to, I'm just going to put like, I'm just going to put that sentiment in there and I'm not going to go into detail, but I cheated on my husband. And then I wound up with that guy that I had cheated on. We moved in together, had a child, 
rapid fire. Okay, so we have a child, we're gonna get married, and then barely six months into marriage, he cheats on me. And so it's like, karma, you got me back. You got me back, that's cool. So the whole time I've been trying to figure out who am I? And so 2014 stuff goes through this nasty self-sabotage, like fuck life, fuck the shit, fuck the world. Every, you know, karma's out to get me. I don't deserve anything good. I don't deserve love. I don't deserve anything that resembles any kind of goal that I had set up for myself back in 2004, 2005. I don't deserve any of that. I don't deserve the house that I have. I don't, you know, I don't deserve the car that I drive. I don't deserve anything. And so that's where Stephanie was at mentally. And so let me just drink myself into oblivion. Let me sober up when I got my kids, but let me drink myself into oblivion when I don't have them. Because one, it's too fucking quiet. And I have two children that I don't see on a regular basis. And of course, this isn't what I saw for my life. And so I hate myself. I hate myself, right? And then two, I don't know who I am besides a mom and a drunk. I don't know who I am. Fast forward nine years, and I still don't know 100% who I am. I'm still learning, but I know for a fact that I am way further along than what I anticipated back in 2014. We own two businesses. I work full-time in those businesses. I work from home. I am able to drop anything to go be a part of whatever my kids need with school, whether it's a field trip or pick them up because they're sick. I don't have to take time off. I don't feel guilty. On the other side, there's a lot more shit that I have to deal with, but this isn't where tiny little 2014 Stephanie saw herself. And I'm trying to be like, wow, we've come so far. And I don't have any boxes to check off. I don't have, you know, we're not having any more kids. We've got the house, we're married. And so now I can actually take the time and figure out who I am and what I want. And that's what I, especially, especially in COVID, because that makes you slow down real hard. When you're literally can't do nothing, you can't do anything, and you just sitting there worried about if you're gonna die from some random disease or if a bus is gonna hit you like you know like i'm gonna die and so you're more think you're more aware of death and so you have time to really think what do i want what do i want what do i want out of this life and that's when i was like i don't want to work in construction anymore as lucrative as it was I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. I loved a lot of the customers that I work with. I loved uh, a lot of the coworkers that I had, but I didn't love that work. I love marketing. I wanna do a job where I can work in that and focus on that more than what I was with where I was. And so I figured that out real quick. I, you know, I had finished up my degree and I was focused on a job in marketing and I couldn't do that in construction. 
I couldn't do that as a project manager. And so here I am, I'm, am I doing marketing on a daily basis? No, but I am more involved in marketing than any other job that I've ever been a part of. All the social media accounts I handle, all of the brochures and all the marketing materials I handle, you know, that's me. And I'm so in love with being able to do that. And so when somebody says that's attached to me, like it's in this with me, I wish I was further along. That's like, that's gut-wrenching. Like I'm gonna get emotional because it's like, I've worked my ass off to be here. And if you're not happy with where you're at, then that's a you, that's a you thing. But as society puts it on you, it's like, oh yeah, well you're 40 and so you should be to a certain place. You should have a nice cushion of retirement and you should, you should, you should. Maybe back 50 years ago, maybe, but I've lived through two recessions. I've lived through freaking COVID. I've lived through so many things where it's like, there's no chance in hell that I will have a retirement. I don't even know if there's gonna be social security waiting for me when I decide to go that route. I'm pretty sure that I'm just gonna have to keep working until I die. And hopefully I have enough insurance money, if that's even a thing by the time I get to that age, that would hopefully pay for whatever my kids need to pay for. And I'm just going to keep working and that's going to be my retirement. My empire that I build is my retirement. All of those social norms that, that society places on people and such so heavy, such heavy burden why why do we do that i wish it would be and i think it's like because we've gotten into the social era and people can be keyboard warriors nobody gets punched in the face anymore i think if we could get and not necessarily i'm not like condoning this but i think if we could get back to the era of getting your ass kicked for saying shit i honestly feel like that might help a little bit like if I have somebody that posts something on one of my social media accounts that I don't agree with do I go and go like rant all up on their page about how they're wrong or how their opinion is so screwed or no I keep scrolling I keep scrolling because where my energy is best suited for where my energy is is bad like the the best return on investment for my energy is going to be my business, my kids, and my husband. Not necessarily in that order. I think that people waste so much of their time because they don't have any real goals. Nobody has any real goals anymore. Like, what are you doing with your life, Karen, on the keyboard? Why are you wasting your time bringing people down. I saw a TikTok video where it was like some people were slamming kids for having those, like my daughter has them. Back in the 90s, they had these little clippy like thing you put around your neck and then it, you 
was like triangle shark's teeth looking thing and you would slide them back and they hurt like hell and I had several get stuck in my hair and I never wore them again because I thought that they were the devil. My daughter brought them home and I was like, you know what? Fuck around and find out. Apparently she knows how to use them correctly and nobody, no, I didn't get a manual on how to use them. And so my daughter is slaying with it. And so I can't, it gives me a little bit of PTSD with those things, but am I going to bring her down? No, like we, we have mostly, I'm not going to give a, it's kind of a social experiment in this house. Like I'm waiting for the tiny one to kick her brother's ass. Like that's what I'm waiting for in this. And because there's only going to be so many times where he can get in your face and tell you you're wrong before you just deck him. And I'm waiting for it. Okay. Because it's going to be well-deserved and I'm just waiting for it. I I wait for the conversation to end and then I go in there and be like, okay, this is, let's talk about this. Why are we talking so negatively to each other? Let's talk about this. And then if we can't talk about it, if you don't want to talk about it, that's when shit starts getting taken away. That's what I do. I don't like it when you shut down. I don't like it. You want to shut down and have a minute? You need a minute, but we're going to talk about this because you need to get it out because the more it festers in here, the worse it's going to get. And I can't help you if I don't know what's going on. So you need to figure out the appropriate words. We are all of school age now. Our youngest one is in third grade. We know what's up. We need to have conversations. I will coax them and, you know, just guide them along the way to kind of pull it out of them. But everybody in this conversation, everybody in this house is expected to have a conversation eventually about what they have done or have had happen to them. We have conversations, okay? We don't just let it stew. Because when it lets it stew, you lash out at other people for random ass fucking reasons and it's never good for anybody else. I'm so guilty of that. My poor husband is a punching bag and I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that. I wasn't taught as a young child of how to deal with my anger issues and how to use my words properly. I wasn't taught that. I got to lead by example and guess who wasn't taught how to use her words and how to act appropriately. My mother, hands down, that was my, that was what I learned from because she learned it from her mother who guess who's 61 years old and still does not know how to use their words appropriately. Why is such a huge weight put on people with social norms? What is the social norm to accumulate massive debts and to, to be a burden to society and to be depressed and, 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 you know, just clock in and clock out? Is that what societal norm? Like, I don't want that. I don't know if, I mean, if you want that, good for you. That, that's cool. But I aspire to be a little bit better than that. I want to be happy. I want to not be in debt. I want to be, you know, maybe just a little bit of carefree. Maybe I want to go and sell margaritas on a freaking beach somewhere in, you know, somewhere warm. Because God knows 
me living in this cold weather isn't really working. So it's like the low tomorrow's 19, fuck off. Like I know it's very much colder in other places like my poor aunt that lives and she loves it. Like she's not poor aunt, like she wasn't like kidnapped or something. Like she lives up in Fairbanks, Alaska and she loves it. But, ooh, no, no thank you. So I say all of this, like, I just, if you're listening to this, this is one, I guess, one of the more serious topics of, I want you to live the life that you want, not live the life that your mama wants or your daddy wants or your sister wants or your auntie wants, the life that you want. And if you don't know what you want, that's okay too. Figure it out. And the only way to figure out is to fuck around. Like not legit fuck around. That's I'm not trying to tell you to be a whore, but and if that's what you want to do too, like whatever, you know, you do you sis or bro. But I'm trying to just say you don't know what you want until you test something. Like I don't really, I didn't really know that I liked Thai food until I tried it. You know, I didn't know that I really love the dumplings at the local Japanese place until I tried them. Like, and I crave those bitches now. But you don't know, and I'm, I'm associating these things with food, but I think that that would be the only thing that would resonate with people. You won't know unless you try it. Obviously, some of these things take money. And so, you know, go for a hike. I, That's not for me. I don't like any physical activity whatsoever. That is not for me. But you won't know unless you try. So fuck societal norms. With that being said, I have, let's see if I can get it out of the little. I found this at the Kroger around the corner. Um, it's a coastal cocktail. It's vodka. It's an orange crush, apparently. Um, it's seven and a half percent and it's in the skinny can. So coastal cocktails are made from a hundred percent corn vodka blended with natural flavor flavors carbonated for your perfect day on the coast. Ooh, we gonna get a little beachy here. Everything you love about a perfect handcrafted refreshing cocktail now sealed in a convenient can. Carry it to the beach, on a boat, or to the pool. Coastal Cocktails was born at the beach for a coastal lifestyle. And they are made right here in Virginia Beach. Tarnished Truth Distilling Company. Let's try this out. I broke my nail yesterday, so let's see if I can even... Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh, this smells good. Can. Um, yeah, let's try this out. I'm drinking because fuck societal norms. That straight up tastes like a sun kiss. I don't even taste the vodka. That is good. I don't know how that 7.5% because I don't taste it. I don't taste anything but a sun kiss. So Lord y'all that's, anywho, that's gonna do it for this evening. Reminder, come over to my Instagram, 
next Thursday, the 9th, February 9th, 7 p.m., going live. Got lots of things to talk about, lots of awesome things that are happening over here with the podcast. I'm super excited and just really blessed with how things are going with this podcast. It's literally just me sipping and bitching. That's it. I get in front of a mic and I bitch on a Thursday night. And y'all dig it. And I love it. I love you for tuning in and just appreciate you. And I just, I do this for me, but it helps you. I do it for you too. So thanks for tuning in guys. Have a great night. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I appreciate all of your love and support. If you really love today's episode, you should subscribe. And if you subscribe, then you get notifications of when my next episode launches. So another way to be super awesome would be to leave a rating and review or recommend it to your friends and family. If you're wicked awesome, you've already done all three. Another way to keep up with me and my crazy family is check out my website at chaoticcompass.com and I do blog and other stuff there. So I appreciate everything for you guys. I do this for you. So keep it up because the more you subscribe, the more I do.